Crossface Buddha. Welcome to the show, guys. This is Crossface Buddha. I'm Anthony, your host, and with me, I'm my co-host with Jason, Anders, and Alan. Hey. Hi. I, I don't know which camera to look at. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's our first episode, and we are focusing today on the best year times of our lives, actually. It's COVID year. I mean, it hasn't, honestly, it feels bad to say, but... It honestly hasn't been really that bad, to be honest. I actually like being at home all the time. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Alan, I like how your uh, your box stand is looking really good. I know. I know. Sponsored just, by. <laughs> Sponsored by PodMic. Some no, shit that really, happened with the, with, the, with the arm, but, you know. With the boom arm. You got you to gotta do what you got to do. So, I mean, hey, guys, tell me about your time now in COVID. I think it's, what, day 5,000 we've been in COVID? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've been on house arrest now for how many weeks? Five, six weeks. I don't, I don't even know. Honestly, like since that, since the first lockdown and like since we start, like since I started working from home, like March of last year, I've pretty much just been the same There's no this entire year. Like there was like a brief amount of time last summer where we were kind of able to go to like restaurants or go grab coffee at like a, like a coffee shop, like inside. But that was kind of brief and Honestly, the last year has pretty much been the exact same. I think for me, and I think I speak for a lot of people, if I'm not allowed out and no one else is allowed out, I'm okay with that. Yeah, there's no, there's <laughs> no, no, there's FOMO. no FOMO, FOMO if there's nothing going on. Yeah, I mean, like before, the only time I was, I felt like I needed to go out is because I feel like everybody else is out. They're at the clubs, at the restaurants. I'm like, why am I not there? Why am I working? Now it's like, Ha, huh. you guys aren't there? That's okay. I'm not either. So, I don't want to go to a club, but then he shouldn't go to a club either. Exactly. Markham <laughs> th- is opening back tomorrow. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I so think you guys like <laughs> still in lockdown. In downtown. Yeah. Downtown is still in lockdown. Technically, we're all trapped in our houses, but really everyone's just going to go uptown now. And then yeah. <laughs> everyone's going to yeah. reinfect everyone. Yeah. The only thing that I wanted to do is to cut my hair. That's literally the only thing that I wish things would open for is so that I could cut my hair. It's already cut. Yeah. It's cut because the last couple of times my wife has been cutting my hair, which is not too bad. It's been pretty good. She hates it though. She absolutely hates it. And every time she cuts, I'm like, you did a good job. I'm like, well, you just keep cutting my hair. We can save some money, but barely she hates it. Are you saying just because hates of the podcast? Or? <laughs> Sorry? No, she li- she actually <laughs> hates it. Opinion. I okay. I actually like it, but she actually hates it. Honestly, I cut my own hair. How long have you been cutting your own hair? Since last year. <laughs> I bought a pair of clippers. I bought a, I bought one of the fancy ones. I forget the brand now, but I literally, I will do it by hand and I'll take the buzzer and I'll just put my hand back here and just like, <laughs> a lot of people have been doing that. Yeah. And yeah. I actually do a good job. I, I can give myself skills. a fade. Exactly. New skills. Yeah, yeah, new skills. skills. And yeah. he was trying to sell us. It's like, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll cut your I'll hair for you. For you. <laughs> Wait, you were trying to sell <laughs> your services to other no, people? Not the no, 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 like, I'll just do it for free, you know, give you a free haircut. <laughs> it's becoming like an underground barber. Exactly. That's what everyone's been doing. Like everything is kind of like black market now. Yeah. Like all the essential services. Oh, you want to do your lashes? Yeah, you got to come to my place. You got to pay me in cash. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then haircuts too. It's it's like, yeah, yeah, come to my place and do it. It's it's, it's very strange. Well, it's people a, are picking up new hobbies. Like, like what's your new hair hobby? Or like cooking. Yeah, what's your new hobby? Are you, are you a better cook now? You mean like staying home? Uh, well, I started doing more like in-home workout. Oh, that's, that's not, like, but you work out like, even before yeah, COVID but then too, though. you make like so a new not, workout plan. That's not like a new that. hobby. What's that's a new true. hobby? <laughs> like I started cooking more. Uh, What's your best dish? My best dish. What would you impress a girl many, with? If I impress a girl, I don't know. I don't wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Spaghetti. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. Just plain spaghetti. Just boiled spaghetti. <laughs> Simple pasta with olive oil. You know, olive like olive oil. Yeah. Salt pepper. Salt pepper. Wow. Wow. <laughs> You're, you're a real Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Didn't you say you wanted to buy a guitar? I did. I want to buy an electric guitar. Okay. That's something I want to pick up. I'm like, now that I have the mic. Didn't you? Ha- I felt like you had a guitar a long time ago. I never had a guitar. Okay, then. I I'm, wish I had a guitar. I'm just an idiot. I had a piano. Did you play? Yeah. I, did I, you? I started at 12 and then I stopped at like level five. Like, That's pretty Damn. good, right? I, I don't know what the levels are. but well, Level 10 is like where people usually kind of stop. 
Yeah, okay. I stopped. So what's level, level five? What level can you five is like a grade two, grade two. Yeah, like, oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> level. No, but yeah, you, you can still play pretty like. Well, I, I, like I didn't five. know theory. So like I only did the practical because I was just a lazy ass kid. So could you could you impress a girl with your piano skills? Is back then like I could play like songs like Tonghua and all those other songs. Tonghua. Yeah, like I actually. Tonghua is all the songs that like most like <laughs> most like CBC would know. Yeah, all the CBC knows like Raymond Lamb. So to, like, so so to give us some background, Tonghua is 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 a song by a. Is he Taiwanese? Gongliang, yeah. yeah. He's a yeah. Taiwanese artist, and it's like super popular amongst CBC Chinese people. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's like the only song yeah. people in know in the karaoke. Yeah, in the even, karaoke even world, they don't know the. They don't it, speak Chinese. Even, yeah, they could still sing. Yeah, they can still sing that one song. So, give you guys some more background about us. Uh, I'm actually uh, second generation. I'm CBC, Hong Kong. Alan's actually Taiwanese. Yeah, he's actually. From Taiwan. Yeah, I was born there. I, I was born there. Lived there until I was six, and then I moved six. here. But then I kind of grew up half here, half over there, just because for the first, I don't know, until I was in high school, I would, I would go back every year. But after that, where I, my parents kind of felt like, yeah, I'm not, we're, we're not going to pay for your plane ticket anymore. So it was a kind of a, a gap throughout high school and like early university where I didn't get to go back as much. But as soon as I started working um, in university, I started going back again. I love Taiwan. Yeah. Are they at Taiwan or are they here? My parents are here and my dad has like a couple of brothers and sisters that are here. Oh, okay. But my mom's side of the family, they're all over there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I have lots of family that will take me in when I go back. But when you go back to over there, you don't want to stay with them. Not because you don't you want. Go out yeah, night, exactly. So. You want to yeah, go out yeah, at night, right? Yeah. You don't want to no come curfews. back at like six o'clock, and that's happened, yeah. right? <laughs> I stayed with my uncle, and I came back at like six o'clock like, in the morning when he's going to work. Exactly, and I'm like, oh, it feels bad, right? Like I don't want to have shame. To and in Taiwan, <laughs> the doors are like, I think Hong Kong is probably probably the same. They're like super heavy duty. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah. the metal gate. And then the metal right? gate yeah. outside, yeah, yeah. and then you put the key. You can put it as quietly as you can, but you put it in and then you as soon as you yeah. turn it goes kuh, 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 kuh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so it's it's uh it's a little loud so yeah. i try to stay at hotels and stuff I, I think hong kong and taiwan have like military grade doors i'm i don't i'm not sure was crime really rampant back then or something like that yeah like people actually break into houses oh really and steal yeah shit that's crazy i didn't know that it's just that i think they have it here too but they people got security not right? as prominent yeah, yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. So but it's also a problem, like, because Taiwan has a lot of earthquakes. So a lot of people leave those, like, metal door frame things closed. So if there's a if there's an uh, an earthquake, you're supposed to, like, open all your doors and all your windows. So, or or else, like, the, the metal frame will, like, deform and then oh. it'll, it'll, like, lock you in. Oh. So you wouldn't be able to open the door. So it's actually, like, a problem, too. That's actually really scary. Yeah. Because you're locking yeah. yourself. Trapped. Exactly. You're trapped yeah. inside. Yeah. So Jason... And uh, Anders, you guys are from Hong Kong, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, half and half, like, race in Canada. Yeah. We're in Hong Kong. You're, you're from Waterloo. I am. You tip cows. <laughs> well, there's, uh, there's Rim, which is Blackberry now. And then... Like the worst company ever? The, uh, yo, there's Stock Jump. Thanks to <laughs> uh, uh, new, Meme new Stocks. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jason. Jason technically is born here. Yeah, I was born here, but then I went back till grade seven, and then came back. But then I, I think I stopped going back to Hong Kong until I graduated uh, university. So I've been going there pretty often. Wait, you, you, you went back every summer, I right? go back every summer, like uh, since elementary school until yeah. like university, pretty much. You yeah. like going back? Uh... To see family, mm. and but then obviously summer, like I could have chilled with friends a lot more. Mm. So I have friends in Hong Kong, but it's different, different lifestyle, right? Yeah, very. Different. It's like the actual day off when you go back. Yeah, and before like university, so bored in Canada, yeah. right? When you're a kid, you yeah. used to feel like holy shit, like Canada's so much really? stuff to do. Yeah, I actually hated Hong Kong as a kid because it was so dirty. Because I grew up here, right? Like Toronto looks oh. so clean. So when you go back, it's like the streets are all covered in like. Like that grime from like the smog, and I'm just like, oh, it's so dirty, and it smells like the smell of stinky tofu everywhere. <laughs> so I didn't like it as a kid. I actually didn't go back to Hong Kong till I was 25. 
Really? My first time going back oh. was in 20 years. But it really? depends which part of Hong Kong. Well, I was in Kowloon, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. my, like my, my family <laughs> yeah. is in Kowloon. And and I, I guess they don't, we didn't spend that much time in Hong Kong Island. But now, like, my cousins are all, like, in their, like, 30s and 40s. They're all established. So, so you know, you, you kind of can go everywhere now, mm. right? Like, you know, like, our parents would just hang out in Kowloon, you know? Just go yeah. for, like, dim sum and whatever, right? Typical Chinese things. But um, yeah, it was it was a definitely an eye-opening experience. It felt very like uh, futuristic, cyberpunk, Hong Kong has that vibe to it. And then after that, you're just like, what am I doing in Canada? <laughs> Taiwan's gotten so much cleaner in the last like 20 years. Like I remember when I first, I mean, when I, when I, when I was a kid and I grew up there, I thought it was dirty because like there was like cockroaches and stuff. Uh, and there was, I remember distinctly the house that we lived in, uh, I came downstairs from like the second floor or whatever to just grab some water mm -hmm. and I turned the light on and you could see just like the, the cockroaches like scurry down yeah, into like under, under like the, the refrigerator and stuff. I'm just like, Oh my God, fuck. Like, I hate, I hate, this is so <laughs> gross. But like as an adult going back, I don't think I've seen cockroaches that much over the last 10 years or so. The things have changed a lot. Things have changed a well, lot. Cockroaches, the fact that you don't see them here is because they're not like prominent species here. It's is that is that why? But then in like Hong Kong or Taiwan, the New York has more, it like, too. See, but the New York has a lot of cockroaches. But it's not the right? same ones as the ones in Asia. Yeah. It's not the ones I have that no fly. idea. Yeah, the fly. Oh, 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 scary. oh, that's the worst. The ones that yeah. fly. So, so I, I was in Taiwan, I think, when was it? 20, 2016 I was in there. I was in Taiwan. Oh, same for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Probably walk by each other. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that there was a lot of stray dogs. A lot there, of mutts there is, have. There is a lot of stray dogs. Actually, there it's a breed of dog called um, the the Formosa dog. or the Thai, the, uh, Colloquially, it's just called Taiwan dog. The Taiwan dog. Yeah, but it's like a, the Formosa dog or something like that. It's like indigenous to Taiwan. I, I saw yeah. them going through all the garbage. I was like, I think... That's the local raccoon. <laughs> it's it's like they're like so nice though. They're like oh, the sure nicest nice dogs. Dog, yeah. So my wife loves dogs, and <laughs> when we went back to Taiwan for the first time, she really wanted to pet those dogs, but they're dirty. Like they're yeah. cute, but they're dirty, right? Because they're, they're all vaccinated. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, mean, I actually yeah. looked it up, yeah. and apparently Taiwan took the initiative to vaccinate. Oh, I didn't know that. All the stray dogs yeah. in Taiwan. I'm like, that's pretty how. impressive. Well, you just grab them, but then they breed too. Yeah, I mean, like, then you find another one. Yeah. I guess they tag all of them, right? That's true. Yeah, kind of what yeah. they've been doing with people here. So the the, the, the second time that we went back, <laughs> she um, she brought like like a hand sanitizer and oh, just like clean cleaned her hand clean her hands every time before she like pet the dogs. I, I would wear a glove, and I'd, I'd be so scared. I don't want rabies. I mean, you can't you can't get rabies just by like touching. I know, the dogs. I know. What if it bites you? Yeah, yeah, I guess. But generally, they're they're pretty nice. Do you remember in high school? And we had a teacher back then. I remember. I'm not sure we were in the same class, but I remember. Let's not mention his name. We won't, but, we won't say his name. <laughs> I, do, I do remember this individual. Yeah. <laughs> so so our teacher came in and he said, "I just had my ass bitten by a dog." Yeah, yeah. And he was out on rabies meds for, I think, a couple of weeks. You had to get, like, this big rabies shot, which is, like, a really thick needle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never seen it, but he said it hurt a lot. I'm sure I'm sure it did. Where, where, where did they jab it? I have no in idea. the ass. It's in, in the, the ass. ass. It's like, definitely in the ass. The oh. biggest muscle. Damn. Because they inject it into the muscle because then it gets absorbed quicker, right? I That's how it so. is. I think so. I think so. Have you guys ever taken a shot in the ass? No. No. Never. No. You know what What shot that a lot of... Yeah. You have? <laughs> what yeah. kind of shot did you have to take well, in no, the ass? I guess, uh, like a what? Alcohol shot? No, when you're kids, like, they're not going to jab you, like, anywhere else. So then... Oh, really? Like, they jab you in the ass. Only if you're a bad kid. Like, <laughs> like yeah. But speaking of jabs, vaccinations. Vaccinations? Mm. Would you get the vaccine? Uh, I would. I mean, like, it's like people go to raves, they take, like, drugs and stuff, and then they're complaining, oh... Like, yo, I don't trust the vaccine. It's like, yo, you, you, you trust find stuff. Trust the guy on the street corner. <laughs> yeah. I trust the guy making it in his home basement versus the doctors. Pfizer's? No, no. Pfizer, not Pfizer. But, but you know, Steve in the basement. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I, want, I want that stuff he's cooking in the kitchen. <laughs> I have no idea, like, how 
the progress of the vaccine is. I mean, like I'm sure they're still doing research and like making revisions to the to the vaccine, right? I like, have they no didn't idea. just like like this is this is it. This is you know version one No, no, that, that's really how no. So they, there's a, usually there's a ten year period, and they, they go through uh, three stages, right, to do a vaccine. I did some research on it briefly, and uh, they condensed it to two years. Okay. So technically, they should release it in two years, but they have fast tracked it even more to get the vaccine out because they do a lot of different studies, like to see of adverse reactions. They do focus groups, right? But do they don't they continue to make revisions on it though? No, this it's, 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 not a, it's not a software. Really? It's, it's not a software. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Sorry, guys, I gave you the wrong version. Well, agile project. I was, I was I was thinking that by the time that it gets to when we can actually get it, because I mean, let's be honest, we're not gonna be even have the opportunity to get it for a while, right? Probably September. Yeah, so by the time we are able to get it, maybe they've, I don't know, ironed out the kinks, if you will. <laughs> but, you know, I this don't know shit about vaccines. So. Version 3.0. All right, guys, this one, this one's yeah. going to work. This but that being be said, that being said, I'll probably still get it. I, yeah. I would get it. I, I know, like, like my, my sister has gotten it already. She's a medical professional. So, yeah. so, you know, good for her and good for all the frontline workers that have gotten the vaccine. Has she felt any adverse side effects or anything like that? I think she might have had a bit of a headache. Not, maybe not even. Yeah. Like most people don't really don't have nothing. So just like great. a flu, mm-hmm. just like a flu vaccine, right? I'll take my chances. Yeah. I mean, my arm, when I take the flu vaccine, I get, no, not flu vaccine. Is it? Is it? Yeah, it's yeah, flu, flu vaccine. vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> my arm flu gets shot. like, yeah, flu shot. My arm gets hurt, like sore for like a week. Oh, really? But that's kind of it. So sometimes when you get the vaccine, you're actually sick. Like the next day, yeah, it's injecting yeah. like a dead virus, and your it body is. attacks it, right? So but your body's gonna have a reaction. What's the point? Like, if you're gonna be sick from the flu anyways, and you're gonna be sick from the vaccine, like, well, what's well like, what's the difference? It's yeah. like, oh, I'm just gonna get sick. Like, well, I guess mm. it's so you won't get extra sick. That's Usually, the true. flu lasts for like yeah. three, four days, and yeah. you might get sick for one day. I mean, that's true. It depends on the trade-off, right? I mean, the flu really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, what do you guys miss the most, though? I think traveling is a big one for everyone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I miss going back to Taiwan, to be honest. <laughs> I think I think that goes for all of us. Going back to Asia, yeah. going to the U.S., you know, and really hanging out with people over there. I, I really miss Asia. It's, it's even worse for Taiwan because, well, for me, because I look at my friends in Taiwan. They're having, They're having fun. They're having fun. Life is normal. I'm like, FOMO. fuck you. Like, I-, I want that, right? Take it away from them. Exactly. I don't want it myself. Yeah. <laughs> Just send some send some COVID over there. Yeah. It's not, it's not like I miss traveling to like Europe or anything. Because the, the, their situation is almost exactly the same as ours. I right? think this is worse. Exactly. So yeah. you look at a place where everything's normal, like Taiwan or Korea. I'm like fuck. I want. Th- oh, I want that. Korea. Korea is. Oh, it's not normal. Korea had a spike, but it's not as bad as Canada. I think they had a thousand cases through the whole country. Mm. So they have what sixty million people. I think. Um, yeah, a thousand cases is like nothing. Here it's like a thousand for ten million people. We're like mm. three times, five times, six times worse. But I think even if you travel now, like the places you go is still like it doesn't feel the same like there's still like a certain, like a distance yeah, yeah. Like, even if you can yeah. travel it's like you still go to stores everyone wears masks it right. feels weird to without without mask. Mask. yeah, yeah. korea you still have to wear a mask yeah. yeah i know in taiwan the police are enforcing the the face mask wearing so if you if you go to like a restaurant and the police come in and you're not wearing a mask they can find you oh. yeah really yeah, yeah. Because you don't want an outbreak. Like, even though there's no cases, exactly. you don't want, like, the risk. It only happening. takes one, right? It yeah. only takes yeah. one. Have you guys seen um, the videos of Ultra in Taiwan? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anyone wild. was wearing a mask. And literally, everyone was, like, face-to-face. Yeah. <laughs> and there was, there was no outbreak, right? There was no outbreak. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a friend over there right now. She went back to Taiwan just before COVID hit last year. And she was supposed to come back. And I think it's, she's been there for a year now. Like, is she? Did, did she intend to stay there, or she's just kind of stuck there? She's kind of st- well. I I guess with the whole situation, I think she has family there. Oh, okay, so okay. she's just like, I'm not coming back, guys. <laughs> and I like she was dating my friend. That's how I met her. And I, I don't know what the status of their relationship is, but a year later is a long time to be apart. I was in Taiwan last year, and then I took a transfer from Hong Kong back right. to Toronto, and that was in January of last year. And I remember when I was at the airport, we're just starting to hear news about COVID. About, about COVID. And I looked at the um, 
like the the, the transfer board where oh, all the no. flights are arriving. It's yeah. all like Wuhan, 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 <laughs> Wuhan. It's like like 10 flights from Wuhan. I'm like, how oh, the fuck are there so many flights from Wuhan? <laughs> They're bringing the virus. To Hong Kong. Oh, to Hong Kong. Kong. Oh, yeah. Maybe because yeah. Hong Kong's like the transfer point. Yeah, yeah. Hong Kong's yeah. very international. It was scary. It yeah. was scary. Yeah. I was uh, I was in Asia in November 2019, uh, literally just before COVID hit. And I was in Shanghai and I was in uh, Hong I didn't go to Hong Kong. Shanghai, Vietnam, Korea. Mm. Uh, if I went like three weeks later, I might have been trapped. I think it was December. They, they kind of flew everyone out of, of China, right? At that time. What do you mean they flew everyone out of? Remember they had that whole... Like how the, Canada sent... Oh, yeah, oh, they sent planes yeah. to like pick up everyone, yeah, all the yeah. expats. Right, right, right. I was like, they could have locked down the country. I could have been stuck. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, now I'm living here. Where would you have been stuck? Uh, I would have been stuck in Shanghai, maybe. I don't know if they locked the, mm. the airports down at the time for international flights. I mean, Shanghai is not a bad place to get stuck. <laughs> I don't think Shanghai had a lockdown. They did have a lockdown. They did. They like did. a complete lockdown? I, I think, think so. like people were not out. They did have a complete lockdown. I think mm. my friends were there. At one point, they, everyone just stayed home for a while. <laughs> it's not Taiwan that funny. Ever had a lockdown? <laughs> no. Like never. No, I don't think they ever did. Oh wow. Yeah. Can you still go back now? Uh, there's, I, I, I'm not. It's a little bit murky. I last time I heard is that you have to have work, like someone oh. must have given you permission to go and work there. And if that's the case, then there's that 14 day quarantine period. But if there's no work for you to go and do then I don't think you're allowed to. That's the last time I heard, but I don't know what it is now. You should but just you make still, a... But you don't have the, the passport. Like, you don't have the citizenship. I don't have the... I, I, I do have the citizenship, and I have the passport, but I don't have, like, the government ID card. Oh. Yeah. Like your residential. But you don't need, yeah, like, yeah, but you yeah. don't need it to enter Taiwan. You don't. Yeah. Oh, but even if you have the passport, you still need the work permit to enter. So that I don't like know. A, I think so. I think so. So that would yeah. be like a completely lockdown, like from other people. Then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how like Australia and like New Zealand got yeah, rid of not the problem. Australia. It's Aust- New, Zealand, New Zealand, right? Yeah, Australia had a huge outbreak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was New Zealand. So I think that's what they did early on was right. they closed the the borders. That's smart. Right away. Yeah. 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 North Korea is smart close. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, they've been smart in the beginning. I've read that they're probably hiding a, a, an outbreak. Yeah, maybe. 100%. Yeah. Maybe. 100%. Yeah. I, I think um I think Hong Kong did it really well too. They they actually tagged everyone with those bracelets, everyone that came in. And, and then I think it, it don't work though. Yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't, it didn't work. work. People, people started just taking them off and just people looking. just go all with the bracelet. Really? Yeah. So Canada just announced they're starting to make a bracelet for this to, to, to do contact they gotta tracing. They got to make it smarter. They got to have like some GPS tracking system on it. They should just put everyone with like an ankle bracelet. The one they're using in Hong Kong <laughs> is actually by a Canadian company. Really? Yeah. It's funny because Canada took only a year later to, to start developing the technology <laughs> that they already developed. Yeah, we're it's, always behind. Like it's uh, the government doesn't want to put money into the these things. Yeah. yeah. Ten yeah. years after and every... the process takes long in Canada. You know, Everything takes forever. Home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a sip of coffee. Yeah. They go watch TV show. Oh, it's okay. Like, let me come back and fix all these problems. Oh, it's my uh, yoga session on Zoom. <laughs> I, know. I have to do yoga. I need my life quality. Life. Support lines always say like, "Oh, uh, due to COVID, we're expecting high volumes." But chances are, the representatives just chilling at home. They just, mm. just hang, just hang <laughs> out. out. Even calling like customer service on like yeah. I don't know, like Rogers or like whatever. Like when you call, you have to wait for thirty minutes. But Hong Kong, you call, it, someone's gonna pick but up. COVID is not like an excuse for like. You not answering the call is the same yeah. thing. Like yeah. there's no, no even before COVID, like Canada's like slow yeah. pace. Yeah, it's extremely fast, slow, fast pace. I would say Taiwan is like between Canada and Hong Kong. Yeah, kind of like a like between that. So so when I was in Hong Kong, so I because I'm my parents are from Hong Kong, and so I have birthright to Hong Kong like citizenship, Hong Kong ID, right? So I actually got it, and the process was so fast for me to get the ID. It literally took 30 minutes. I walked in. It was a square. Mm. You go one station, you go all the way around the room, and you're done. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and they stamped the sheet. I'm like, oh, I guess I I have the right to land in Hong Kong now. (laughs) Is is there any advantage to getting that? I can work in Hong Kong. It's like uh, having my PR card. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't have to do anything. So long as I don't commit any crimes. Have you considered it? it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it depends on the package, right? (laughs) Sure. 
I mean, in Hong Kong, tax is only ten percent mm-hmm. compared to like Hong Kong is good because if you are if you have that um, there's this uh, China card like China ID card for Hong Kong citizens, mm-hmm. so you don't need visa to go to China. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. so that's good. I mean, we have a ten year visa, so it's not too bad. But yeah. it's I think it's easier to get in, and then you can get like money. Because I think they're trying to cancel that too, though. Yeah, they're, they're trying, trying to cancel the because for Hong Kong you could have multiple citizenship. Yeah, they're trying to get that. Yeah, choose one side that, right? like you, yeah. You can't, yeah. yeah pick your side Taiwan yeah. you can have multiple yeah okay. oh really yeah. Yeah. yeah you can have multiple Korea doesn't allow that no Korean doesn't yeah, yeah. yeah. Taiwan you gotta go uh, you gotta do the military yeah military right? yeah yeah so I have that problem <laughs> 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 so every time I go back so I've basically have just stopped using my Taiwanese passport I just use my Canadian passport because if I use my Taiwanese passport I enter Taiwan, I have to go to like a special immigrant immigration agency, um, like a government agency, and they have to like put a special stamp on it. And after that, then they'll let me stay over an extended period of time. But if I exceed that time, then I have to do military service. And it's a little bit annoying, but I've started to use my Canadian passport, so it really hasn't been a problem since. My, but, my, my uh, sister's boyfriend is Taiwanese too, and, well, and he has a citizenship. Mm-hmm. So he's... His mom was was like, oh, if, if you go back, they might take you to the military. He was really scared. He's like, maybe I should cancel my trip. <laughs> also, it's really not that big of a but deal. In Taiwan, <laughs> like, like, you're not really going to war. Exactly. Like, it's not really like you're not sp- being sent to Afghan or anything. I, I, think, I think the problem isn't about going to Afghan is the fear that you don't want to do any hard labor. Yeah, you don't want to get dragged and shit. Like, it's dragged. not really that. It's not, it's not that, that bad yeah, at all. Sure. It's, and also, it's like it's a, a year. experience. Yeah. yeah. Like going back to school. Like, you make more friends. <laughs> most you make guys, more friends. Most guys in Taiwan look back at it as a very fun experience. I'm sure it's like a lot of bonding and exactly. a lot of uh, yeah. cigarette smoking, so drinking. He shouldn't really be that scared. Like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, then I, I think it's more like he has a life here. And if he gets forced to go randomly, then it's, it's like It's like tricky. a year. Not even. Yeah, right. but I mean, if he has a job here, he has a life here, you know what I mean? Like, can you imagine you just get told, all right, guys, you have to leave everything behind for a year and uh, leave to another country. That I mean, a year is not that long. <laughs> you, still, you still get, like, breaks, right? Like, you still get, like, holiday and stuff. I think, you, yeah, you get some holiday and, like, mm-hmm. rotating weekends and stuff like that. I don't and know the details. Too, right? Like, very minimal. Yeah, yeah. you get, because they, they pay for everything, right? How you, long is uh, Korea for I think military? Like two years. Too? I think it's long. I think it's two years. I think it's a year or two years. Yeah, year to two yeah. years. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. I just spent two years in the military. Yeah. Would you guys surf? Like I thought about serving. I would. Yeah. I considered it. Yeah, because my dad's a like a career general. Yeah. Oh, he was a he was a colonel. Colonel. Okay. Yeah. Colonel. Yeah. So I, I thought about serving, but then I looked at where all the bases were. I would be in. Timbuktu would be nowhere in Canada. <laughs> what, for, oh, for the Canadian military? Oh, yeah. you thought about oh, serving for the Canadian, Canadian military? Well, I, 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 there's no Hong Kong military oh, for I me. Don't know. <laughs> I actually looked into that too. Oh, yeah? Like, I even like went to the one at North Korea yeah. to ask them. Because I want to do the... Part-time? Air Force. Oh, you want to do the Air Force? Mm-hmm. I want to do the Air Force. Okay. But then I'm like, uh, oh, if you're tall, then you can't fly like those jet planes. You could only fly <laughs> cargo. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> You would be great in <laughs> one of those cargo Low-key planes. flex. <laughs> I, I wanted to join like uh, something like CSIS or CSE back then mm-hmm, when we were mm-hmm. doing like career fair and all that. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. But then I looked, I looked at like the requirements. I think they make you spend five years as a trainee before you get security clearance. I, Wait, I what's thinking, that? So like CSIS and CSE is basically Canada's like CIA or and intelligence, uh, intelligence. Yeah, and the NSA agencies. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool, right? Like that kind of uh, work. But then. If it takes five years to get your security clearance, that means you probably won't be doing shit for five years. I thought it was a waste of time. I mean, they're not going to give you security clearance right away. Yeah, you, <laughs> right? you know, I mean, it was like one or two years. Okay, fine. I think they'll give you the security clearance enough to do your job, right? In the first couple of years, you're not going to be doing anything, you know, yeah, but crazy anyways. It, it was more of like a career path. It's not something you can spend like then, two, three years in and then mm-hmm. move on from, right? Yeah, the thing about this is like if you're like a second gen, they actually take into consideration. That actually that happened. For your clearance. That, hmm. that actually happened with my uncle. So my uncle, my family kind of uh, all studied in Canada before going back to Hong Kong, and uh, the RCMP tried recruiting him. So because uh, because back then there was no 
those you know, Chinese people mm-hmm. in uh, in you know public service or very very few at least. So they wanted him to join as like kind of like as a spy to spy on other Chinese people. I think. Okay. And then his wife was said to him. If you do this, I'm leaving you. Oh shit! So, so he's like, okay. So he went back to Hong Kong and became a marketing exec. Oh wow! But how did they record, record them? Like, well, he's, he's asking him. It's like, hey, you. Something? Oh, they didn't have email back then. So they called them. Probably out of university, they were. They kind of found him. They're like, hey, uh, you wanna, you wanna join the RCMP? And RCMP is kind of like our FBI, right? Yeah. But what's the actual requirement? Like actual route to become. You I think you just apply. You can ride a you horse. Just, you just apply it. If you're, they, well, you, they do an aptitude test. You know, are you insane? Are you normal? <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to have some sort of post-secondary education. Right? Yeah, yeah. Don't Emma, you yeah. need like some professionalism? I don't know? think so. I think you have to have like some sort of three-year, four-year degree, and then you can go into it. Yeah, I think um, I think um, I think nowadays is more stringent, but back then, probably very few people had university degrees. Um, this was, I'm talking about like in the eighties, right? Like this is not like, you know, like the last mm. five years. So I think nowadays it's going to be much more harder to get into RCMP and Do whatnot. work at home now? <laughs> <laughs> no way, no way. <laughs> it's actually a really dangerous job, the RCMP. I mean, every time there's like a, a like a fatality, it's, it's usually them that, that gets hit in Canada. And Wait, the RCMPs are actually the ones like on the horse, right? The, or I think for, they, yeah, for like ceremonial purposes. Yeah, yeah. Like generally they, they're dressed kind of like very tactical, I imagine. Yeah. Okay. I don't think they run around with their red jackets <laughs> right. with a gun yeah. with a musket. SWAT team. I mean like the Toronto police downtown rides horses too, right? Yeah. 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 But they, they're in like really crazy tactical gear too. Remember when we got, uh, Pull, not pulled over how do you like not pulled pulled over because it was your ID and stuff yeah or? remember when we were off? we were inside of a of a of a car it was my car yeah it was your car it was yeah. you me and who else gabriel yeah and it was just us three yeah yeah it was a sunday night so back then alan still partied not anymore <laughs> um so like gabe is like you know my best friend so okay. gabe me gabe alan you know we're, we're really close and it was a sunday night i remember this very very distinctly because the only time i've been pulled over and we got pulled over three times that night. So we parked downtown. This is before all of downtown became condos. And downtown became condos. it's all condos. Back then there was parking lots everywhere. We're old. I'm old. And so after we parked, um, I think Gabe had a flask and he was just drinking out of the flask. And then these cops on bikes rolled, rolled, like just rolled up on us. And we were, I think, 19 at the time. So they're like, hey, guys, uh, you know, what's in the flask? And then our friend Gabe likes to be very, uh, very, uh, I guess, politically correct. He's I don't just, even know what the word to describe. How do you describe? I don't know how to describe Gabe. Anyways, he, he's, he's just like, officer, officer, you know, we're, we're all professionals. Uh, I'm a business student. Uh, Anthony works in pharmacy and Alan's computer science. We're, we're good kids. So guys, um, you know, uh, we're, we're okay. We're clean. Uh, and then the officer's like, uh, okay, uh, well, make sure you, you don't take that flask out. Cause drinking outside is illegal in Canada, like Hong Kong and Vegas and mm. Atlantic city where you just drink on the, like the boardwalk or wherever you want in Canada. It's actually an issue. You can't brown bag. I guess yeah. how he, didn't answer the question. Well, I, like, I, I mean, tell him like the life story. He's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why he's Gabriel. Well, actually inside the flask. Oh, whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wasn't drinking because I was driving. But but we went to all the clubs, and back then Sunday night was wasn't really our scene. Just to yeah. keep it out there. It was very uh, interesting crowds, and so we started taking turn taking turns going into different clubs in Toronto because like back then we were, we didn't have any money. So we couldn't just pay cover for every yeah. single club. We just want to walk into. I heard so, Sunday is like for uh, people who work in retail. No, no, oh. no. People that work in industry. Or, or restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. work in restaurants, in uh, bars. They mm-hmm. would go out Sunday night, Sunday and Monday nights, uh, uh, strip clubs, I guess. Are there a lot of Asians? No, there's no right. Asians. So like back then when you guys go? Uh, so. No, no, Back there was then. a lot of Asian. Yeah. Not on Sunday. Not on Sunday. Sundays no, was Sunday. not Asian night. Yeah. Asian night was... What about I, like any other days? Like- Friday, Saturday was Asian night. I think there was like 3,000 people a night. Like, like Asian? Yeah. All of... Like, like, like when you guys were 19. 
Yeah, but back then when I, I started partying, like I didn't start partying. What's the club called? Do you still remember? Oh, the clubs? Like oh. the classics? The cl- oh, the best ones was, um, what was that one club called? The really big one with four floors? I don't, I, I, four uh, floors? With four floors. Yeah. Um, like what, this is London? No, this London is only like one floor. And this, that was, uh, that was uh, down by Peter and John. I'm thinking about, oh, I don't remember any of the names, to be honest. This is Professor this Anthony is, talking. Is professor. Professor. <laughs> oh, my God. Professor Allen and Professor Anthony. Oh, my God. There was a really good club in Toronto. Oh, it's, it's really driving me nuts. It's not here anymore, right? No, it's, now it's a Marshalls. <laughs> <laughs> so don't you think clubs nowadays, like, because we can't go out. It was called Circa. Circa? Oh, Circa yeah. Nightclub. Do you remember? I don't. So Circa <laughs> Nightclub was, I think, the best nightclub in Toronto. So Toronto had a peak period for clubs. So this was, we're talking about 2009 to 2014 was the peak of Toronto. So uh, our residential club historian. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back then there was like a million different clubs. There was like Cash Cash, Traffic, Frequency, uh, Lot 332. Um, None of these ring the bell to me, to be honest. Circa... No. Circa was Circa rings the bell a little Circa, bit. Circa yeah. Circa had four floors and different sounds, and they had apparently like the biggest DJs come in. So they have like four DJ, one DJ each floor. I think so. I think so. Yeah, it was actually really really cool, and it's one of the best times there. Um, but yeah, now now it's a Marshalls, <laughs> so it shows you how long that yeah, lasted. I'm sure a lot of clubs are going to join the list. I'm, I'm sure after after yeah. COVID, they're all, they're all like restaurants now. Right. They're all There's just like clubs. selling food, right? Because yeah. they clubs. have, yeah, I mean, because of COVID, they have to like self But would you food. order food from, I don't know, a club? social club? Or? I uh, wouldn't mind. Actually, I think if it was good, I would, yeah. Actually, the fifth is actually has a French restaurant. All their food, oh, there's like a restaurant below. Upstairs. Or, oh, they have a pub downstairs. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. they, have a, uh, they have a rooftop um, French restaurant. Mm-hmm. I remember because back then they used to serve like French like uh, sandwiches oh. at the end of the night. So it was like delicious. It was like just ham and like the sauce <laughs> and on bread. It was it was great. Um, so it's like you don't have to pay for <laughs> for pho afterwards because you're already stuffed on these sandwiches. Interesting. But but anyways, back to our night <laughs> that night. So we got pulled over a second time. So we went to all these clubs. We didn't even have a drink of water. Like we didn't drink anything. So we were so like disappointed. We spent money like just to walk into clubs <laughs> and it was empty. There was nobody there. <laughs> and so we're like okay forget this we're going home it's almost 2 a.m so as i'm driving right um so i changed lanes and this cop just pulls me over and they're grilling me and they're like so uh ha- have you guys uh drank anything tonight i was like officer it's been a pretty shitty night i haven't drank shit <laughs> he's like oh well uh are you okay with doing uh a breathalyzer test i'm like you know what? I haven't had water. Let's do it. Let's go for it. If that's what you want, you know, I, let's get this over with. So, you know, they had another guy come in. They had the kit. And I, like, it's, it's, the guy was like, like white gloves on, you know, like he's going to like put his finger up my ass or something. And he takes out this machine and he puts this tube. and He's like, blow. I was like, all right. Like, and then afterwards, like, oh, you're clean. And he's like, officer's like, oh, OK. Uh, th- thank you. Thank you for, uh, you know, being a law abiding citizen, you know, and making sure, you know, you know, you don't drink and drive. I'm like, yeah, you know, it was a pretty shitty night. So nothing to drink, nothing to do. Have you guys, have you guys sat in AK's car before? Yeah. This car? Yeah. So you Which guys car? know, you guys know how he drives. He's not, he's not an amazing driver. Excuse he's me? Not he's not the safest. Trying avoid, he's trying to avoid all the, like, <laughs> he's all not, all puddles. Yeah. He's not like the, the, the safest driver. I am very right? safe driver. So I think this kind of proves the point that his driving <laughs> was so shit. He got pulled over. He got pulled I, over. I, I, I driving. pulled over. Knock on wood, I haven't been pulled over in, I think, two, three years. That's because of COVID. No. <laughs> COVID's only been around for a year, not three years. I think the last time I had to deal with it, with, with the officers, was when uh, I got hit in 2018. Oh, that was, yeah. Yeah, that was probably the, the most... Actually, no, all my accents are really intense. The mm-hmm. Wovo, my first car was a Wovo. Yeah. And I got hit by a dump truck. Jesus wow. Christ. Oh, uh, I was going through the light, he made a left turn. So like turn yellow, oh. he, just, he just went for it. And like, I had to swerve out of the way. Jeez. Like the whole backside was like crumpled. It was like, Jeez. if someone was there, they'd be like, pancake, dead, blood, bloody Jeez. everywhere. And then like the other guy's car who was beside me, was my car got hit. He was beside me. My car flew into his car. His car hit a tree. 
And after that, I was just so in shock. And then I went to a party in Waterloo. Nice. Because <laughs> I was 19. <laughs> so getting back to talking about COVID. COVID. <laughs> Are you guys working from home too? Yeah. 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 Would you guys ever go back to the office? I don't want to. Like, I mean, life's pretty good working from home, actually. Yeah. I think the first, the first maybe month or two was tough because I'm like trying to motivate myself to get work done. And then, and then it got better. And I'm like, okay, I kind of got into a groove how, right. about how I want to work from home. And then it kind of got worse again. Right. Because after so long, you're like, just more of the same every day. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I love working from home. I mean, were you at Scotia with me? We were never at the same office. Right, but we both worked at yeah. the bank. Yeah. So even then, I was already started working from home. Like, that was like when my first taste of it. And, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, so I've started a few companies now. And uh, my latest one, I pretty much exclusively worked from home. So I used to work 14 hours a day, seven days a week. In and out of the house, but mostly in the house whenever I'm, I'm on the computer. And I loved it. I mean, because I'm so used to it now. It's been like a couple mm. of years, right? I've been doing this. And um, obviously, you know, we were a hospitality company. So COVID, COVID kills all. So, you know, now I'm just doing this. But yeah, yeah, it's a great experience working from home. You know, you get so much more done. I, I guess for you guys, I think for most people, it's an adjustment period. Mm. That getting that, that groove of being comfortable. I think once people are into it, it's hard to get out. I don't. First think. month was hard because it's like everyone suddenly turned working from home. You gotta yeah. figure out the transition and stuff. But then later on, it's like, oh, I can just kind of, uh, I can cook while I'm working. Like, there's so much stuff you can do. I remember when I was working from home, like when you're an entry level person, you have nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think it depends on the nature of the job. Well, maybe. well, well, well the, the role I was given, I didn't have much to do. You know, I managed a project and that was about it. But then you're sitting there, you're just like, okay, I've done everything. What am I going to do? Hmm. I've read every article online. What am I going to do? Read more. Start play, playing video games. I think a lot of people working from home are doing that. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, don't think I, you say anything. Plead the fifth. Yeah, I'm trying to justify people who play games at home, but well, I mean, you know, when you're when you're like 20, you know, your first job. How could you? Well, I would I, never play games. I never play games. What are video games? What is Call of Duty? <laughs> oh my goodness. So I mean, what else have you been doing at home? Not much. I mean, same thing. Trying to figure out how to work out at home, but you know. That's proven. I mean, that's that's proven to be tough, you have, know, to keep up with. Have you gained the the COVID fifteen? No, I actually lost quite a bit of weight over really? uh, over the last year. Yeah. How much were you before? I think I was like one sixty five, maybe. You were a fat I, bastard. Yeah. Now I'm hovering at around one fifty. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I was uh I was pretty chunky back <laughs> in 2019, because when you're working, when I was working like for myself i didn't have lunch or breakfast or dinner until 10 p.m you don't have it now well now i'm fasting <laughs> but the moral of the story is no yeah. the moral of the story is we just literally ate whatever was left at 10 o'clock everything's closed right so i think the only restaurant open all the time was hay noodle i love hay noodles i love hay noodle it's actually I really love good hay noodle. but because they have unlimited noodles Oh, really? I didn't know that. Really? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, they have unlimited. So they have like the glass noodle. I remember I had eaten so much of it. I can do five bowls. I was able to do five Jeez. bowls. I remember eating with you once. Yeah. And you're like, oh, do you want another refill? I'm like, okay, sure. And then we did like three refills. At least three. Each. I'm like, holy. I, I did, the max I did was five. And I was like, I got my money's worth. <laughs> I think I think working from home for me, losing weight, was so much easier because you is. don't you don't have the temptation of going out to eat. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to cook. Yeah, yeah. Like I, well, I meal prepped everything for the entire week, lunch yeah. and dinner and stuff, and that helped a lot. Like that helped a lot. So, so I've been really taking charge of that too. So I've like I've become really scientific about it. Now I actually weigh all my food. Yeah. Even my sushi, I weigh every piece of sushi and I mark it down. Like okay, this is how much sushi. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't do that. Like when I do my meal preps, I do I do weigh it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm really tracking it to down to like the macros, right? So I'm trying to figure out how much grams of protein I'm getting. Like, I think I've lost since 2019, since February 2019, I think I've lost about like 18 pounds. 
Mm. I was I was at 180. Now I'm at I hover around 162. And I think the lowest I hit was 157 last week. Okay. So it kind of fluctuates, right? Depends yeah. on yeah. how much I eat. So I'm still trying to figure that out. But yeah, I've been just like doing intermittent fasting. Literally, prior to in- intermittent fasting, like I just started a month ago, I was still around 168 and I could not get out of that range. I feel like intermittent fasting worked for a little while. And then after that, it just kind of felt like the the effects kind of just tapered it, well, off it, a little it, bit. You plateau, right? So yeah, then you have to do. do more micro adjustments to mm-hmm. get your body out of the funk. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all these little methods. I'm yeah. not an expert, but you know, you're just playing around with it. How about you, Anders? Have you gained it for like the COVID-15? I, I did gain in the beginning, but then... Uh, you're looking kind of hefty right now. Huh? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Wow, rude. Yeah, rude. Kidding, kidding, Yo, let's all kidding. take off our shirts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we might get more views. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, like I started substituting like instead of white rice, I started eating quinoa and like brown mm-hmm. rice. So it's actually... You're such a vegan. A little bit. Pescatarian. <laughs> Do you feel Nothing. like that made a difference? It did, but I also did it with combination that I stopped eating rice uh, mm. for dinner. So mm. I only eat it in lunch. I see. So I see. like I minimize like the portion of it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. That's what I felt like has worked the most is the portions. Mm. Like that, that has, that significantly helped me lose yeah. a lot of weight is the portion control. So yeah, portion control 100% yeah. Yeah, really makes a huge difference. Um, that's why I guess the whole weighing part really helps. You can see how many calories you're taking in. But do you guys find that um, uh, with with like the whole dieting, that process, like I felt like there was an adjustment. When I first did intermittent fasting, like I started like a month ago and, and I've already seen results. But that first two weeks after I, after every meal, because you I wait 16 hours before eating. After every meal, I would just shut down. Like my body would just have itis. We would yeah. like chill with Anthony like once in a while and then he'd be like sleeping. I, mean, like, I would be sleeping. Yo, we're leaving. And he's like, <laughs> he's still what? asleep. Oh, he's always he's always been like that though. Yeah. I've always <laughs> like been narcoleptic. He's always been like that. He's always sleeping. Every time he's in a car with us driving somewhere, he's always, <laughs> <laughs> he's always sleeping. I'm recharging, okay? Sure, sure. How about you, Jason? Uh, I don't know much about dieting. Uh, <laughs> I just eat whatever I want. This guy, yeah. this guy. Some How people just have that kind of body. Just, to, just yeah. eat whatever you want. Well, he's an ectomorph. He's tall I, and lanky. I eat like maybe five to six meals a day. But you're then, working out. Yeah, I work out. But mm. uh, I weigh 155. So I'm a little bit underweight for my height. Mm. Yeah. I'm six. I'm 183 centimeter. Okay, so, so you're like six be, foot. So I should be uh, one sixty two. Mm. But you should okay. be in my weight class. Uh, yeah. Like you told me, you ate breakfast, like you ate oatmeal or something. Yeah, I eat. So it's like, not like I eat like six hundred calories of oatmeal for breakfast. Wow, that's yeah. that's quite that's a lot. That's quite significant. Yeah, isn't like one bowl like fifty calories? One portion is like around two hundred calories. Oh, okay. So that's that's actually a lot of calories. That is. Yeah. I just because it's easy to make, right? Oatmeal, yeah, yeah. But I just yeah. eat it dry. Like I just put water, microwave it, and then yeah. Just, Eat it. Yo, yeah. once me and I've Jason, never had oatmeal. Yeah. We we planted chicken breast. Oh yeah, and like chicken green. Breast. And I eat like you drank two two chicken breasts. I just blend it and then drink oh, it every day. There's that K-pop. There's that K-pop star that like blends like chicken breast and stuff. One time I blend it and then I don't feel like drinking it. I put yeah. it in the fridge for two days. Oh no! So it's like slush. <laughs> and then oh, my fridge. girlfriend's like, "Are you gonna drink that or what?" And then I open it. Oh, and then I drink it. Oh, almost puked. Oh, it's oh, disgusting. <laughs> but it's but if you blend it fresh, it's fine. Like you, you tried it. It just tastes we even, like we even yeah. put like milk in it, right? You put milk yeah, we in did, chicken breast. We, we put milk and we put like tangerine yeah. to make it a little bit more sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It tastes okay. It's actually it's just like it's like eating a chicken. But it's, it's like a like, chicken. Really? It's, it's like yeah. a chicken. Soup. Huh? But the texture is a little bit funky because. Yeah. You you get like pieces of chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I like, actually, I, I like I like eating. I you like, like it like that. that. It's like <laughs> it's like porridge. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So you know, speaking of chicken breast, I actually never really had chicken breast till recently. Like, so I bought canned. You've never breast. had chicken breast until recently. Like, not, you not like, like breast so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I like. I've been really counting my uh, my my macros, right? So mm-hmm. I looked at. I was at Costco and they had like this Kirtland chicken breast, like. Cans, 
So I bought canned chicken breast. That was my reaction too. I, I've never, heard, I've never heard of canned yeah, chicken breast until like now. It's tuna. It was 10 bucks for like six cans. And each can has about 50 grams of protein. Wait, how big is that? Like, uh, it's, it's like, I don't know, like that big? Like, like I have can. one in the fridge. Um, That's one can? Yeah, one can. Okay. Six cans. I'm like, this is like, like 10 bucks. I'm like, like per can, that's like a meal right there. 50 grams of protein. So I, I cracked it open. You know, I mix it in with my salad. You know, it's cooked already, right? So yeah. you don't have to cook it. So you just eat it. And I was cold. like, sorry? Do you eat it cold? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, warm yeah. it up? Uh, I just leave, well, generally it's cold is better, right? So I, now I do it with room temperature. It tastes about the same. Well, I would, I would eat, I would only buy that if I was like, store, I know a lockdown is coming. It's like, oh, I can't get, <laughs> but like, like yeah. normal times I would buy it yeah. fresh, but then like, yeah. can't. I it's bought like, it for I'll the protein. I bought it for the protein. You and protein shake. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do that too. But I, I thought, okay, I have some salad. I got some tomato. I'm going to mix in some chicken breasts. You know, that's something that we ha we had at Scotia, actually. Mm -hmm. the, the chicken breast, you know, like uh. grilled. They put some hot sauce on it. It tastes pretty good. And so that, that reminded me of that. So I'm like, I bought the chicken breast. I opened it. I eat it. I was like, even though it's covered in juice, it still tastes like I'm eating paper. It's very dry. It's, it's no flavor. It's like a desert. Yeah, it was, it was a bit of flavor, but it was it's just the texture. And I had that the problem. Is it like is it like an overcooked te texture? I well, they look like they steamed it. It's still a oh. bit pink, like it's cooked. Mm. But I think they put it like in like a boiler or something to steam the meat. Very interesting. And, and it ha I had that same texture with canned tuna. I had that same texture. I thought this is not as tasty as I, I actually like canned tuna a lot. I, I like it a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. I have the Korean ones. I love it. I love it. The ones with the hot sauce with the kimchi in it. It's Never delicious. Tried. Oh, it's so good. So like just, the black bean fish. The oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Good. There's so much bones, though. It's like anchovies or something. But you, you, eat, but you yeah. eat the bones, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always get stuck in my teeth, and I just, like, did not love that feeling. Mm. But, yeah, I mean. We can try that next time, like, next episode. We're, like, we're gonna we're gonna start eating like canned, food. Can, yeah. canned food. Canned food. We can do that. Free food challenge. Taste test. Try my chicken breast juice. <laughs> oh, like a I bring my blender. Oh my god! Oh. I actually have a blender. I bought oh, a blender because okay. I want to. Because I started making you need a tough one though. Oh, I don't have that. Like a blend tech. Like a probably like a, a ninja. ninja. Oh, ninja. I, I think mine's like a like a single man blender, and I was just I bought it to make salad dressing because that's how healthy I'm getting. Like you know, like the salad dressing they give you at like uh, Japanese restaurants. Mm -hmm. That like uh, ginger onion one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make oh, that at home. Okay, okay. That's what my life has become. From instead of drinking, I'm making salad juice. And even like um like before we would hang out, like our hangouts would be like bars and stuff. But yeah. now it's like grocery shops. I know. Like it's yeah. like, yo, it's lit. It's TNT. like, hey, you wanna go out? Let's meet at TNT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go Galleria, guys. Yeah, with discount. Oh rice. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple of months ago when like stores were still open and stuff, mm -hmm. uh my wife's friend came to visit. Um, well, she's from here, but yeah. uh, she lives in uh, in LA, and she was visiting, and um, we spent the whole day just going to different. Uh, what are they called? Is it a grocery uh, shop? No, it's like um, used clothing. Oh, thrift. Oh, oh thrift, thrift store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we spent the whole day just like thrifting. Well, there's a song by uh, Macklemore on that. Yes, I know. $20 <laughs> in my pocket. Yeah. I can't finish the full verse because uh, copyright. 